you know, Palestine, uh, we're going to come out that type of energy, that type of work rate and fight, and you've got to give full uh, credit to Palestine. That was Graham Arnold in the wake of a 1-0 victory over Palestine off the back of a 7-0 win at home against Bangladesh. So six points from the first two steps of Australia's path to the next Football World Cup. Uh, he's still recovering, having got home uh, off a, a big trip, uh, and it's great that uh, Graham Arnold can join us on Grandstand. Thanks for joining us, Arnie. Thanks, Clinton. Thank you. Uh, what was it like playing... Palestine in, in Kuwait? It's a very open question. Um, where do you want to start yeah. with it? But, uh, you know, you have to thank the Q80s, um, the government there, they were fantastic. Uh, felt very safe, felt very felt, uh, felt very good. Um, obviously, uh, playing Palestine was a, a different story. If I showed the everyone who knows something about football, the game Lebanon against Palestine, and then you see how they played against us. It was like completely, you know, two different teams, and it was completely what I expected. Uh, it was very, it was a very emotional experience. I think for a lot of the, you know, for everybody, uh, there was a lot of emotion in the grandstand. Like people can sit back here and say, you know, that uh, Palestine were uh, unlucky not to win or or whatever they're saying. But at the end of the day, they had one shot on target and. Uh, yeah, the, every time they they got the ball, they broke. Well, then, you know, twenty thousand people just stood up and started cheering, and and we really were right behind them. So it was a quite an emotional, uh, 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 you know, game to play in, and probably one I haven't really, in in my whole career, really uh, had, had done something really and played a game like that before in that way. It does show the enormity of sport and the unpredictability, I think, of, of a World Cup qualifying path. Uh, as mm. you mentioned, you just never know. It, it, it seemed to be about more than football and um, you know, that, that can yeah. pop up at any point in time in, in, a, in a career of a coach or a player. Yeah. You've got to give them full credit because uh, you know, we knew how they were going to play. They, you know, they get the ball at the back and they smash it long and then they play for the second ball and and uh, but the energy that they had, they had uh, five players in the starting lineup that uh, play in Palestine. So they hadn't had a game for four weeks except for the game against Lebanon. And their energy of those five, I expected, you know, probably 60 minutes, 70 minutes, they kept going for 90. And it was all around, you know, the, uh, the mental aspect of that with the adrenaline running through them and wanting them, uh, to do their nation proud. We knew that they'd be up for that. and. From day one, I got into camp uh, before the Bangladesh game. It was all about our mindset and um, mentality that, uh, yes, we have sympathy at this moment in time for what's going on in their country, but we also got to, uh, got to represent our country and uh, get the job done to go to a World Cup. So, you know, it was, uh, as I said, it was a scrappy performance, but that's what it's like when you play in the Middle East. You know, a lot of these Middle East nations play off the cuff and... Uh, you know, you can look at them tactically and say, okay, they play a 4-4-2 four, 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 or whatever, but then, you know, five minutes into the game, they've got six up front. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 off the cuff. But, uh, look, at the end of the day, I know we can do better, but uh, the boys got the job done. And, honestly, the probably the biggest aspect of it was uh, we didn't play that well, but the work rate from our boys to, to match their work rate was fantastic. 
Socceroos coach Graham Arnold is with us on Grandstand. And I'll just lead into that point, and I'll say it with respect, as a fan of Australian football, these are the kinds of games that we could sort of in the past say, oh, yeah, we dropped that one because we weren't mature enough. We weren't ready for the mm. outside football things. I mean, so how yep. much credit do you take and, and the maturity of the boys and what you achieved at the World Cup finals, all of those things to ensure that this didn't become a hiccup game? Yeah, well, look, that's what I am proud of the boys about because every interview a player did, but leading into the game was not about the game, really. It was about Palestine and... and and uh, Israel and what's going on in that uh, in the country at the moment over there, and and what they, you know, how do they feel about it? And of course, we're all sympathetic, but you know that that can then play on the mind of the player. And uh, you know, but uh, on my side, it was uh, I was having to be more firm around. You know, uh, obviously we we have that sympathy, but it's it's more about the game of football, and we have no control over what's going on over there at the moment. And, and we need to make sure that uh, we're ready for this football game. And, uh, and I had to try and make it about football, even though I had sympathy and had a lot of sympathy for their staff and that after the game. But um, <clears throat> as I said, it was uh, it's something that you know a lot of people here in Australia don't understand what it's like to play in some of these countries in the Middle East. It's uh, it's a completely different environment, a different world to take players to. You know, uh, to the desert and to those type of places, and uh, with the heat factor, but there was, and all those type of things, and it's a, a, it was a great experience with the boys. And uh, I had six players that started that game who'd never played out in the Middle East before, but they had played in Qatar at a World Cup on a beautiful field in a beautiful stadium. You know, had, had all those things, but this was the first time they played outside of. Qatar in the Middle East, and uh, as I said, it's a great learning process for everybody. You've mentioned Qatar. Uh, it's the next big assignment. Uh, what, um, what are your feelings about going back there and, and getting ready for an Asian Cup campaign off the back of so many good memories in that part of the world? Yeah, well, probably, Quentin, today I don't have uh, too much on my mind about that. <laughs> I'm trying to recover. <laughs> I'm trying to recover from the flight and uh, just getting back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's always, uh, Qatar has been like a home away from home for us, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, when we're going through everything, everything with COVID, our uh, home, we had to play our home games in Qatar, so it's very, very familiar to us, but it's uh, very familiar to most of those nations now because they've played in it, in Qatar. But uh, look, it's uh, something, again, I'm looking forward to the growth of the team. Um, you know, when you look at this last squad I had, out of the, you know, I know at the World Cup there's 26 players, but I only only had eight players. This time last year we were at the World Cup, so we, uh, you know, it's uh, you can't sit still in the national team uh, with selections and that. It's, uh, you know, we're generating a new uh, a new generation. Um, you know, I'm already bringing new players through, young players through, and <clears throat> we have to do that. And uh, you know, so I look forward to how uh, to see how those young boys go at this Asian Cup yeah, moving and, forward. And without naming names, because I know you, you want to be respectful to to your boys, but as a mm. fan, the broad question is: What's the big question that you have around the final pieces of selection before you you make your mind up as to what team you're going to take to that tournament? What are you looking at at the A League and around the world to sort of think, okay, uh-huh. this is this is what I've got to finally bed down before we get to that tournament. Yeah, look, it's, uh, 
It's, it's great. The A-League has finally started and I can pick some A-League players. Three, three FIFA windows, September, October, November, they're wiped out because they're not playing. But uh, I'll be watching the A-League over the next three weeks before I have to announce a, a, an extended squad um, and, and watching the boys, uh, obviously, overseas. And, you know, for me, it's, it's about the ones who are fit and the ones who are, uh, you know, ready to go um, and, and play. We'll go with the... Uh, you know, the, the right expectations are doing well and um, making sure that, uh, you know, we have those players ready to do it. Um, just on the A-League, before we let you go, Auckland coming back in yep. um, and, and this national second tier, like you've been overseas and, mm. and, and I'm aware that you're, you're just catching up on on things, but uh, have, yeah. have you got a general thought on, on the return of, of Auckland and now a second New Zealand team and, and this, this national second tier, it seems like... The club system, which had a major regeneration, what, 15 years ago, we're getting some of those old names back in the national second tier, like the Marconis mm. and so forth, of, of the world, and, and then beefing up across the ditch. So what are your thoughts on, on that domestic scene there? The most important thing for me, Quentin, is we just play more football. You know, it's, uh, I can talk all day about you know, my thoughts about the national second division or A-League and that, but... You know, people uh, can see Connor Metcalf and Keanu Backus and these guys these days and say, well, look at the difference in them. And the reason that the, the difference in them is they're, they're overseas, they're playing, you know, around 50, 60 games a year. And it's like golf. If the more you play golf, the better you get. Well, it's exactly the same in football. And uh, for me, the most important thing is we play a world sport here in Australia uh, of football. Um, but we play, we have a NRL model, which is, but it's, I understand the NRL model, uh, NRL model, sorry, is 25 games, you know, because it's physically a very, very tough game, but our game is not the same toughness physically, and uh, we're trying to compete with the rest of the world, and uh, we only play for six months a year, and uh, that needs to change, in my view, badly and, and quickly, if we're serious about competing at, um, uh, junior uh, junior national team levels uh, with all these nations around the world because they're growing throughout Asia and beyond very, very quickly and we're still standing still. But it looks like things are moving. Um, really appreciate your time, Graham. I know it's been a massive week and, uh, yeah, well done. That was, as I said, that was the, the banana peel game among many that you'll no doubt face <laughs> across. Um, you, you've, you've handled it really well to come home with three points and a goal. Uh, good yeah. luck. Have a, have a good little bit of a rest and recovery from the flight. No doubt you're watching heaps of football, but <laughs> always nice uh, that you can share some time with us. No problem at all, Clinton. Thanks very much. Great interview. Thank you.